the new like I love that little video intro. I especially love the stick people on your shoulder. Yeah, who are those guys? Those are the people we talk about. (laughs) (laughs) They are everyone. They are all of us. They are us. That music, it's like it's a touch of X-Files, but with a little spin. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Also, this mug you have me drinking out of, I'm very impressed by. Thank you. Yeah. I don't like it. A lot of people have been asking for them. We need. We do need some swag. Yeah. We need some merch, as they say. What's that uh, word you had last week about when you're woo-woo? down to woo woo? Yeah. Woo-woo. What is woo woo? When you DTR. When you're down. Define to find the relationship. Oh, right. Uh huh. And I DTR. Well, you know about my DTR. I do know about yeah. your DTR. Yeah. Yes. That's who I. Had. She said she wanted a relationship, right? She didn't know. No, she didn't. She she. I think maybe she would would want be honest. One. Be honest. <laughs> she hasn't stated her claim, but I think she uh-huh. recognizes that we there are some gaps. <laughs> <laughs> but you said that she handled it really well and beautifully. Like, yeah, but beautifully. Then, what? beautifully. And I said, I'm sure we'll hang out again. Oh. And then, and then uh, she she will like. You know, everyone has their thing when they check in. So she'll send me the 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 pool, the video games that you can play against each other on iTunes or iPhones. Am I the only one who knows this? <laughs> like you can send, that. you can play that pool. That might against just e- be the younger generation. You can play pool against each other. Be. It's a lot of fun. Oh, pool, pool, or like Word Finder, oh. or you can archery. There's there's oh, there's that's so fun. There's oh, a litany oh, of so games. She was hitting you up via sent me a little pool request. Oh, it's, that's the new DM. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, it's uh, it, and uh, but no, I think she's just trying to move it healthily into like just the friend zone. If you're no, just playing just pool, together. they're not friends. Oh, oh, you went again? <laughs> yeah. Did you go in again? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Um, did you initiate the no. intercourse this time, or was this intercourse? Oh God! What do you mean? Listen, I don't want to jump right into being like, did you want to fuck or was it her? <laughs> like, I'm not. Yeah, let's go slow. She she asked if uh, I I wanted to hang out. Mm-hmm. Said well. Was this on the pool video game? <laughs> the chat on the. <laughs> After I uh, stroked the eight ball oh, into the hole, I asked oh. if she wanted to. No. no, I just she she just came over. Okay, all right. But that's a good thing. I'm just so happy that even the term "define the relationship" is out in the world, and that people are considering and trying to do that compared to you know yesteryear, where it's like you just start ghosting. Like defining the relationship Wait, is at least a way. Oh, <laughs> we're ghost still ghosting. <laughs> I know, but there's at least the concept of having to fess up to whether you want to be in a relationship or not. Listen, in my day, that just didn't happen. <laughs> Your day. Wait, how long is ghosting? You're, you're the same. We're the same. Age. I know we're the same age. Nick, who are we talking to? I, I don't know. It was going so well. I figured maybe we just not introduce her. <laughs> <laughs> this is my good, good friend, dear friend, Sugarlin. Sugarlin, everybody can. You just call me Shug. You just call me Shug. How do I? I met Shug at our uh, mutual friends. Uh, it was a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Our, our lovely friends, Kyle and Martha. We were having a good time. It was Martha's birthday. We were standing Martha around. And a Kyle's birthday. File. Oh, they, yeah, they have that's a birthday right. that's for like a few days apart. Well, and they're having a baby, which is supposed to be born right in between those days. The due date is like right smack dab in the middle. It's really getting it all out of the way. There and Sugar Lynn and I signed their 
wedding certificate. Yes, we did. So in a bar we, we in Hollywood. Al- we'll always have that bond. I know. We didn't get to marry them, though. So that's... Yeah, I know. Yeah, Shug's a major movie star. Yeah, she's been in a major movie. <laughs> eh? She's been in... A, well, one been of, in lots them, of movies. I've been in lots of movies, but I would say that, you know, the Zac Efron, Aubrey Plaza, Adam Devine, um, Anna Kendrick one was like a major movie. You may have seen it. It's called Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I have seen it. That means that you've all seen me naked. If you've seen that movie, you have seen me naked, which is very exciting. I, uh, I'm glad. Your I, search results are going to go up this week. I saw that. Oh, movie. honey, just yeah. I saw that <laughs> movie before I met you, which I I thought was good for our relationship. Why is that? Everybody should see each other naked before they meet. No, you. I mean like because when I first met you, I didn't like like I. You know, I I knew that you were in that movie, but it wasn't like, oh, I didn't think about that scene or anything. So, like, it would have been more weird had I met you and then watched it and having known you been like, oh, oh, okay. Like, (laughs) uh. (laughs) well, what's interesting about me meeting you is that I do not know your work as well as maybe you you knew that film. Like you being the bachelor guy is all a real discovery for me and you telling me all about the details of the show and it's been quite wonderful you introducing me to that whole world. Yeah, which The Bachelorette did did premiere this week. We will get into that uh, because, well, Suge doesn't watch it. Her sister, Natalie, is obsessed. We'll have her input. Natalie's notes. Natalie's notes. (laughs) Anyways, um, so yeah, Suge... Sugar decided to come here. Sugar, you have a you're a, you were a morning radio. I was yes, back in Toronto. I my career started in radio. Actually, I was on a hip hop um, late night show. I was just eighteen when I started, and then they moved me on over to the morning show, and I did that for a year and a half on Kiss ninety two in Toronto, and. I was very good. Everybody called me Sugar Baby back then. Sugar Baby. And I had a real thick, like, hip-hop-y kind of twang from you where did? I grew up. Mm-hmm. I spoke a little bit more like this. Are you serious? Yeah. Still in my core. It's in my soul. I've, I've had to tone my, tone my language down. Uh, Sugar also, also does cartoon characters. Aren't you doing one right now? Um, I am. I'm doing, his name is Jimmy Shitpants. Um, he's great. He talks like this. He's awesome. But then I also, I mean, my bigger ones, I do um, Sailor Mini Moon is like kind of the one that everybody knows and loves. And then my my favorite is I'm Wish Bear in the Care Bears um, feature films. And so that's, she's my favorite. That was the first movie I ever saw in the theaters. The Care Bears? Yeah. Wow. I do have some tea. Oh. See, like you won't even know about this, Shug, because you don't, you're not... You're not part of the Bachelor gossip world. Rochelle, on the other hand, uh, I was really mad at Caitlin. Caitlin called me this week, which ended up going, it was a nice conversation. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was, I was really pissed on, at, at Caitlin on Sunday. She, you know, like I, you know, sometimes we do these, uh, the Bachelor franchise will ask us to pop in and say hi or do some like on camera thing. They have this reunion special, or had this reunion special, rather, I'm sorry, um, which was on the other week, and they had all the bachelorettes, and like they did this like preview on social, and uh, they were doing this word association, and, you know, like bachelor terms, 
they're asking the bachelorettes when the phrase right reasons comes on, what <laughs> what does that make you think? And there's this blurb on social and Caitlin goes, not Nick Vial. But whatever. All tongue in cheek, uh-huh. I'm sure. But like when it comes to Caitlin, yeah. I am hi- I am. I'm right. hypersensitive. Trigger, yeah. It's a trigger. <laughs> Uh, Truly. I mean, you've told me a lot of stories, but when you were telling me this story, you changed. You were (laughs) full of heat and vinegar. I was like, what is it about this person? No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, It's because um, like in that that whole experience, uh, overall positive, there were certainly moments that weren't so much. And uh, it's I've said this before when it comes to to Caitlin. uh, it's like of all the things, of all the times I went back on the show, um, every other time was this uh, opportunity I was given. And I didn't really know what I, I was. I was. I had to be open to the possibility of meeting someone. But when I went on for that particular season, it was for the girl. It was the probably the most sincerest thing I've ever done in my time on that show. And since then, like, so this implication of any insincerity out of her mouth about me, it really boils my mm, blood. That's a very uh, well said. And I, I don't know that you've explained it like that before. It, uh, so anyway, so like it, it just pissed me off. And like, again, like over the past three and a half years, it was just like, Caitlin has this like track record of these, like, you know, Caitlin fancies herself as, and she is a very funny kind of snarky as am I person who you know, we'll like crack these jokes and I have been a convenient, cheap joke for her, but I am, admit, and I admitted this to her when she called me, extraordinarily sensitive (laughs) about that topic. Because I always, um, I even said this to Caitlin on the phone, I've always, it always bothered me um, that at least publicly and, and in reality, there's always seems to be this contentious relationship that I had not only with Caitlin, but with with Andy, Andy always gets a hard pa- uh, a, a pass just because of like, you know, yeah. But Andy and I have been totally fine. Andy can just sometimes be difficult with everyone. But we've we've had plenty of interactions and plenty of communications and right. like hung out many of times through events that we show up to and right. like we've communicated. We have each other's numbers. If there's some, I've like asked her to be on the podcast and she has said yes, and then I've asked her again and then she ignored me. But regardless. <laughs> There's at least some sort of communication. <laughs> um, and, you know, with Caitlin, there was there was none. And Like, do you have her number? You have her number. Caitlin's? Yeah. I, no. Oh. No. But you deleted she, it? Yeah, I think she changed it too. Okay. She DM'd me and said, do you still have the same number? And oh. I said, yes. And she's like, um, and then she called me. Okay. Um, I won't, like, I mean, I will say the conversation, I won't get into the details of it just because that's for, you know, it, it was, I will say it's, it was a great conversation. It was a conversation that we both agreed that should have happened a long time ago. And she was very gracious and I really appreciated it. Um, so nice. And validated a, kind of a lot of uh, thoughts I had about certain things and, and things that I, um, and she was, she was really gracious and, and sweet. And it was funny when sometimes when you, I mean, I will admit, I felt so much better after the the phone call. Aw, you Uh, need closure. You need closure. My theory is that you were truly heartbroken by this situation, and you were really in love. I was bummed about the situation. I mean, in the moment. For that time in your life, you're in love with this person. I just know for me personally, the the exes that irk me when, you know, with their behavior post our relationship, it's the ones that I was really heartbroken by. 
Well, just also the situation too. And because I, I don't want to like take a, like I've always been open about like, I never downplayed my feelings in that moment when I went on. And certainly I never downplayed that in that moment. I was very much heartbroken. I got over it fairly. I mean, it took me like a month or so. And, and it's interesting because I thought about this after the phone call. Uh, well, I mean, I only hung out with her for like a month. So it's not like I yeah. dated for a year that I, you know, um, but like when I do, like when I get questions with Nick, right. And people a lot of times will ask me about, well, I don't have closure. I, you know, what do I do? And this person cut me off. And I, I truly believe that closure doesn't need to come from the other person. Like you can always get closure mm -hmm. from yourself. And sometimes you are required to do that. You can't always rely on yeah. other people to give you closure because then you will be sitting there for a potentially really long time 100%. waiting for something that will never come. Yes. But sometimes in life, years later, you will find that you will get closure you thought you didn't need anymore. And I will say sometimes that is a really sweet feeling. Now, you can't like hope for it. And oh, it's just kind of that's a... That's amazing. And it, it, it's, it's nice. And it was like, it was just more, again, some validating some things. Uh, and, and, you know, she had her reasons and I didn't necessarily... Did she say why she's been snarky towards you? No, I mean, part of, most of it was just like her sense of humor uh -huh. some of it wasn't just a sense of humor and I, I won't get into the details some of it's kind of out there and you can assume i'll let caitlin if she ever wants to talk about it talk about it but um she was really gracious and it was a nice conversation and she sounds like she's in a relationship now where she felt comfortable to do that and um and yeah i really appreciate it but uh because yeah i mean there was some uh I mean, I wrote on, I was pissed. Like when she made that comment, uh, when, when I saw it, I wrote, I, I commented on the post. What'd you say? Um, and I, it's funny because I knew I, I knew I shouldn't do that because I, I firmly believe that you should never fight with the internet. True. Uh, oh, it's so hard not to. It's sometimes. so hard not to. It's so, <laughs> so hard not to. I guess I'm glad I did because that's what got her to call. Wow, so you're going against all your own advice. <laughs> I wrote, uh, she had a comment. I basically, I at mentioned her and I was like, oh, really? like kind of like you asked me to, sh like you DM me, asked me to show up, picked another guy, made fun of me at my expense three years later. Kind of like, it was more like, really? Are we still, Oh, okay. you know, mm -hmm. um, and certainly it got a bit of attention. I think uh, some news outlets picked it up and Did whatever. Did you delete it then? After the phone call, I deleted it right away. And I like, hey, just, you know, I deleted it. And she said, thanks. She didn't ask me to. Um, so, um, but I did. And so people were wondering. I immediately, I think some people uh, who listen to the podcast were, were wondering, did ABC, because it wasn't my account. Like ABC uh, Bachelorette could have deleted it had they wanted. Oh, they right. didn't. I, I was the one who did. Because it was more like, all right, well, you know, it's funny because I've always... I, it always bugged me. There seemed to be this. I never had any animosity with Caitlyn. I was always over it. It was like fine. I just didn't like that. Like every six months after I would forget about <laughs> like whatever, there would just be some sort of remark or yeah. comment or something. I some article would be written that something she said on her podcast that was like, huh. Really? <laughs> right. Fuck, you know, right. it was like, yeah. what did I do? I just rips off the band-aid. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was just like, you know, and it, it always like was to appease certain people or whatever. But um, anyways, we had a, a nice friendly conversation. It was brief and short and uh, the context, which she was just she was very sweet and gracious. And sometimes you are lucky enough to to get, I guess, closure mm. long after you didn't even think you wanted it or needed it. But yeah. it was it was nice. It was a. Uh, it was a weight lifted off my shoulders. I didn't even realize how nice 
I, I, how much I appreciated it until afterwards. It was, it was really quite nice. So. That's lovely. So, well, aren't you going to maybe have her on this show? I feel like that's the I next step. I threw it out there. Or... I don't know. Like, I'm sure she's busy with, uh, has her guests. Mm-hmm. I, you know, hopefully Kate and I will be on each other's podcast, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Um, come on. She has to. She has to come on. I, you know, I threw it out there, you know, baby steps. <laughs> the, <laughs> baby steps. Um, but it was, it was a nice conversation. So I, I appreciated appreciated it so anyways that's uh our tea time anyways <laughs> the bachelor back the bachelor's back on so we're, we're gonna we love hannah up. i'm i'm just gonna say we'll go be a quick recap i'm a big hannah fan yeah me too she's Same. awesome anyone i think she's gonna outperform uh all the critics that she has oh yeah people are gonna get on board Does she's, she i'm surprised critics? Yeah, everyone she, does. She, like, yeah, it, sure. I, I, it, everyone does. But mm-hmm. she, she wasn't necessarily. She didn't go. She didn't go as far as most people who are casted as leads go. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like top six or top five, and she, she was so awkward. She was awkward or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But like, she's gonna be super relatable. I'm also surprised that it seems like at least some, you know, most women watch the show than men. But like, she's very relatable and can be awkward. But like. She's criticized for that. And I feel like we're always like out there talking about like people who, who are Adorable. real. You know, who, yeah, but, you know, being real, whatever. And she was easily one of the most real people on her on Colton season. She got there. Yeah. By the end. Even when she was awkward at first, she was real. I mean, it was like kind of cringe worthy sometimes, but it was certainly real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's gonna be, I think she can be great. I liked her speech opening up to talking to the guys. Oh, how many times do they have to say, I, you know, we're just going to be messy here. I was like, oh, that's a little overkill. Well, well The Bachelor <laughs> yeah. is nothing if not repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> they love to drive a point home. <laughs> oh. Let's just talk. Well, I think we should just quickly Roll talk tide. about the guys. Can not hear that anymore? Whatever. It's fine. Okay. I mean, you're going to. <laughs> At least the first three episodes. You're going to. <laughs> I only really have one thing to say. And so maybe we should get... Suge doesn't really watch the show. No. Too much. But my sister. Her sister does. Really does. Her sister mm-hmm. Natalie is. So yeah. to cover Suge's uh, slack, <laughs> uh, no. Natalie made some notes for us. Natalie, Natalie made notes. some notes. And here's Natalie's opinion of the beautiful Hannah. She said she looked so pretty with five O's. So that's a very pretty. So pretty. Mm-hmm. My lovely sister is in Toronto and she has five, four. <laughs> she has four children. You just made one up. I did. I did. Great. I really want that fifth, but she's not going <laughs> to give it to me. Um. So, you know, she really does love the show and has been watching it forever. She says hi, Nick. Um. So she says she's so pretty. She seemed very comfortable in that awesome dress, which I agree. Seems like it helped her relax a little bit. These are great notes. I enjoyed getting to know some of the bachelors while they were in their hometowns. She got attached. Had to see them. I, love how I know. Get, we get Nally's notes about <laughs> the guys. It was more about how Nally feels about watching the show. Yes. Oh. She does have she some. It. She enjoyed it. She has some opinions on some of the boys, like Lukey P. Mm-hmm. What did she oh, say about Lukey P? We all have what feelings about, about Lukey P. Okay, let's see. But I only have one Ugh. opinion. Sorry. Here's what she says. She have, says oh, it was it was no surprise to Natalie that Lukey P was the one to have the guts to go up to her first. It was obvious to her that um Luke was gonna be a front runner. Well he already had met her. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> that doesn't 
Although I feel like, she says, although I feel like he was a bit too intense for the first pseudo-second meeting. She seemed to like that, though. Seems to work for some guys. Right, Nick? Says my sister. <laughs> oh, and then she, just her last little point on Lukey P. Someone needs to talk to him about his suit. Love the color, but dude needs a tailor. So there's Ugh. there's Natalie's Lukey P. How do you feel about it? I fucking hate Lukey <laughs> See, fucking need to needs to go they say the first impression rose gets you know well it's interesting in the past several seasons you don't know this shug but i am the last person to get the first impression rose and not win and i took second oh. and that so that's four seasons ago i think that's correct yeah I, but but wow. the point being in the bachelorette did G- specifically didn't get the first impression did i think he, he did oh, yeah okay the point being, in the Bachelorette world, that first impression rounds is a big, big deal. deal. I mean, it, mm. it, it, in the past how many seasons, it guarantees like your top three. Yeah. Wow. Um, which, which is ju- if that holds true, I do judge him a little bit. Luke's a piece of shit. <laughs> Let me explain. Come on, I think you were judging Wait, him no, no. so harshly. You were going off on him in the car on the way here. You really were. <laughs> I yes. Uh, let me tell you, I, I cut him a little slack <laughs> because he's only twenty four. Yeah. Um. First of all, uh-huh. listen. I don't, yes, he's a handsome fellow. Uh, Is he though? I don't know. I, I, I had an encounter with God in the shower. Oh my God. Fuck you. That whole thing. <laughs> like, was- really? His opening package? I'm sorry. Like, listen, here, I have a, this is a, I don't care for people who, <laughs> as I describe it, use God as a weapon. It's very prevalent Ooh. these days. Mm. It happens all the time. You see it everywhere. And I grew up religious. God has played a significant part in my life and my parents' life. We've heard about this and and with my episode of my parents. But with social media, it's just like so... I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've met who have gained a social media following and all of a sudden it's Bible scriptures and quotes in their bio. I've never heard them talk about God in person. All of a sudden, every Mm -hmm. Sunday, read this passage. It's just like... It's just so easy to like, they use God. It's, it's, they use, you're using God as instance here. If you want to be a good person, be a good person with your actions. I just, it ha- I see it all the time. Listen, it's a bunch he of had, crap. I think he had a he goal. Had, he was trying to say he that he fucks a lot, Fuck. but he needed to yes. say it. Yeah. Also, get on the show. So he was like, hey, yeah. I know I'm hot. And I use it to I, my advantage. I had, Didn't he say something like that? And all the girls thought I was hot too. And, and then I, I had an encounter yeah. with God. Oh, him <laughs> and the Blessed Mother. Just, you know, Mother Mary <laughs> and Lukey P. He had an encounter with God? No, he took off his clothes, he took a shower, he looked down, was worried he might have an STD from all the sex he had last week. And he started like praying to God, please God, if I don't have an STD, I'll stop fucking. That was his encounter. What a moving story. Uh, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> if you, uh, It's so hard. If you read the Bible on camera, I guarantee you're not actually reading the Bible in real life. I no, just feel like it's a one-to-one ratio. No, he led with that. He led, he kept, came on, he led with this. He pulled out a Bible to film. Yeah, it was, it was a strong. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't the producers being like, hey, maybe you should pull out a Bible. He was like, you don't think so? He was like, what do you, no, he was probably, no, here's what he was like, do you guys, I read the Bible a lot. Would it be cool? And they're like, yeah. Then p- producers were certainly going to be like, yeah, totally. Yeah, you should definitely do that. But it wasn't their idea of all the seasons that have happened have you seen a guy read a bible in his opening package i feel like i have doesn't feel like you was it right re- colton did colton read the bible on I don't, package I don't i'm interested so. to package. see if he's consistent with it you know and if he talks about that no. through the whole I season. prediction i don't know spoilers whatever but i don't i don't honestly know if it will reveal itself on the show because there's been a lot of kind of shitty people who who say the right things for a season yeah at some point 
Yeah. You'll look back on this podcast and be like, Nick fucking knew it. <laughs> and Luke, Luke's probably going to definitely listen to this, oh. I'm sure. and Or his mom or someone, one of his friends. They're going to be like, dude, that Nick we guy, he was, he was talking shit about yeah. you. He's trying to do the redemption arc. Yeah. No. Luke's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, Luke's, he picked a storyline. It's just like you don't get to find God because you decided to treat a Joel Olstein tweet and just be like, oh, and Luke's definitely one of those guys, <laughs> I guarantee you. He's probably going to, after like, if it gets legs, what I'm saying about Luke, he's going to tweet something like, only God can judge me. <laughs> if First of all, like, little, if, if someone out there says only God can judge you, red flag. As a human being, mm. watch out. I'm just saying. No, because first of all, it's not true. I'm judging you right now, Luke. Also, I hate your tie. Yeah. <laughs> That's judgment. And I'm just Hi, gonna... Luke. It's Shug. I don't hate you. I think you're going to do great. Good luck. There. <laughs> but I'm going to throw a little Bible reference out there. The Pharisees are the one that stood in the square and proclaimed how much they like were religious and they were the bad guys in the Bible. Mm. So I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Ooh. That's uh, I have a feeling Luke's going to be shitty. Well, can I we think just... we're going to see it. And I can't wait till we all hate Luke together. I don't know. I think your opinion could change. Sugar, she kept certain, saying, I'm freezing way. cold. I'm so cold. And he never gave her his jacket. He walked I, out I and his opening, he growled. And she's like, oh, beast. He's like, yeah, that's right. And then he goes, <laughs> I'm the king of the jungle. And maybe you can be my queen. Oh, I'm sorry, Luke. Are you claiming potential ownership of <laughs> Hannah right now? If you weren't such a douchebag, you can still have this shitty reference about calling yourself the king of the jungle. But then maybe soften up and say, hey, if I'm lucky enough and if you'll have me, maybe I can be your king. Yours. You get so heated about something. I'm like, hmm, what does this bring up in you, Nick? I mean, you I know, don't, I don't like really there's care. Some, the way that it has really triggered you, there's something going on. Do you no. see yourself in him in some way? Oh. <laughs> no. no, it's the opposite. I, I don't like... I. I I don't how like a lot. It, he's like the extreme. He's got a little bit of Josh Murray in him. Oh, that's the trigger. Mm, oh, okay, mm. okay. It's Who's the people this? who the it's the people who use God and use mm. like oh. these righteous like uh they 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 speak in kind of platitudes. And when you're watching it, a lot of people will eat it up. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are, no. who are eating up Luke. He did not give her his jacket when she said she was cold. This is a strong point, and I didn't know that. Yeah, I Luke. think he's little, little riddled with red flags. Riddled. I'd be shocked if it doesn't come out. Can we year. talk about someone else fun? Sure. Oh my God, Tyler is so hot. Can we agree with that? Huh? Tyler is Which he Tyler? a pilot? I like the pilots. Ooh, should we talk about Tyler? The the Tyler the the, the, the eyes who no this is Tyler Tyler, Tyler G down Tyler at the C? bottom. The dancer? Is he the a construction dancer? dancer, Tyler C? I, I like think he's a construction Yeah, I have something to say about guy. I do like him. Except, Tyler, what? you're two credits short from a minor in dancing, and the only thing that tells me on The Bachelorette <laughs> is that you don't know how to follow through, buddy. Like, you're on a show about <laughs> oh. commitment, and he's bragging about something he didn't finish. It's because he wants to be on Dancing with the Stars, for sure. <laughs> he's good. I, I like him. He's good looking. I like the construction dancing angle. Uh, Cam has proven to be a bit of a douchebag. Yeah? The rapper? Oh, the rapper. Can we stop mm -mm. rapping on The Bachelor? I think that should be a... Why do you disagree with me on that point? I mean, if you're good... You no one's good. good. No, no one's been good. I don't have a problem with him doing it. He's proven to be kind of a douche. Chasen, I'm sad to see Chasen go. Also, <gasps> parents like out there, can you stop naming your kids names like Chasen? <laughs> for the, his entire life. 
his entire life. This has been Chasen's life. Hi, I'm Chasen. Um, what? Chasen. Chasen with an N. Yeah, Chasen. That's his entire <laughs> life. It happened today. Every conversation Chasen's ever had, he had to say his name at least three times. <laughs> Parents out there, stop trying to have, just name your kid like Luke or like a normal Nick. name. Nick's not that great of a name, but like Nick, fine. It's like no one's saying. Listen, Jason? somebody's got to be the leader, you know? Yeah, now Shug. there's going to be a You're speaking to Shug and Rochelle. Well, Jason got <laughs> yeah. sent home night one, and it's probably yeah, because he's right. had to, like, explain himself his entire life. <laughs> no. I really liked his exit, though. Really sweet guy. I thought they were going to we'll do the, in Paradise, pilot, Jason. the pilot rivalry rivalry like they did with the pageant. Uh, I... Oh, I really we'll see like, you in paradise. I like why does every, why does every guy from Chicago go home night one named I know Joe? Joe. I'm like, oh, who owns it? Who owns some sort of box, box? Joe, Joe. grocery store Joe? I also really, <laughs> I also really liked him. I did too. He's like, I can make you any kind of package, big package, little package. <laughs> he seemed like a cool enough hang to stick around for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, that was that was harsh. Uh, yeah. When we, uh, Shug was watching a little bit in the car, he comes on. Shug just goes in two seconds. Nope. <laughs> But do you think they were trying to make cool him hang. the next grocery store Joe? How famous? Well, if they want, he well, got because he got like, that was a happy accident, as oh. Bob Ross would say. But if they were going to try to make, they would keep him around. So like, mm. obviously not. I don't know. He could have been fun. I'm Maybe gonna, he'll come back. Peter the pilot. He's got a shot. He's a player. Tyler. Player. He he's a player. Oh, player in the sense of. He's uh, in the game. He's in, in the, the game. game. He's a he's a competitor. Sorry, yeah, probably. Bad I reference. really like. I think Peter's going all the way from that clip that I watched in the car. I said right he away. could be your next maybe maybe next bachelor, another pilot. Oh, and, next bachelor. Know. Why don't we think he's going to land the lady? Maybe I don't know. I'm listen. I don't. I don't know. I'm not picking I think a winner. She's a little feisty. Like she likes a. Mm. Do you want to waste any time talking about the guy who has a girlfriend? Who has a girlfriend? You that Ryan I, guy. What did What did Natalie <laughs> say about Ryan? Oh, let's see. He was gaslighting her. I love seeing these guys try and gaslight the women on the show, and they always shut them down. What gaslighting is? Gaslighting is when someone confronts you about something that is true, and you turn it on them, and you make them feel crazy. Mm. But I love they never fall for it. No, she uh, handled handled herself beautifully and awesome. Are we talking about douchey Scott? My sister Natalie brings up a douchey Scott. The way Hannah handled the douchey Scott situation was amazing, she says. She's only 24 and already knows how to handle herself. She did an awesome job trying to explain why leaving a girl hanging and then trying to date her was unacceptable. Even though he clearly had no idea why it might be disrespectful, creepy, and gross. But what's the difference between like that? <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. Well, I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more about Scott. <laughs> we were a little not on the same page about Luke, but hey. Well, oh, he's handsome. What's the difference between that and what Scott Pacer did? They have a picture of this Scott gentleman pulled you up and he's... Handsome? I do. Not me. You don't? Mm-mm. Huh, really? Do you think Spiky the guy that they think looks like you is handsome? Yeah, okay, can, if people... Can we talk about that? Yeah, I don't. I do not appreciate the other Luke reference. I don't know about that guy, honey. I don't know why people <laughs> say you look like him. Me neither. I'm sorry. It's really not. He's, fi- he's fine it's looking. Not good he's for my a gentleman. Brand. You know, he looks like no, he actually, has I don't face think he is. Eyes, but not- I don't. Oh, you have a brand, Nick? <laughs> I'm kidding. The joke. But yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, we should shout out Demi. Our girl Demi did great. Demi oh, did, she awesome. did great. Are yep. those the angels? My sister <laughs> mentions them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she says, I loved Hannah's angels. They made me laugh, and I really hope they will be doing some more espionage to help Hannah out. We all need a little help from our friends to get the scoop. 
Oh, she sounds so <laughs> She's nice. So sweet. I love my sister so much. This is Nick's doppelganger. This is not my doppelganger. It does not look like you at all. Do you see it? Oh, I see. Oh, he's handsome in oh, these other she, pictures. No, that, no, that is Luke Pell. He is a handsome guy. Oh, I can't oh. find it. Oh, is that you with the shirt? <laughs> yeah, that, that that was my not my best photo. <laughs> Listen, I... Keep it up one second. I have a really. <laughs> that's not my. I had to live that. I still have to live that. It was my first photo. On the, that's that was the first picture people ever saw of me. As I see it been to my. Chair. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Selling software. Uh. I think I'm really going to get into the Bachelor I think you are. I think you are. Oh my season. god, we got to talk about Jed because he could actually sing. Yeah. Oh, good. oh no, he's a he's a mm -hmm. pro golfer. Jed's going far. <laughs> my sister says I usually find the guys who serenade the ladies way too cheesy for me, but I really liked Jed. Maybe because he had a nice voice. The other guy I have a good feeling about is Peter the pilot. I agree. So I don't know. those are the guys. I really hate Luke. I hate him. <laughs> You're all gonna you're, hate him. You're already you're creating an enemy. Mind. You're all great. Luke's like Luke is definitely gonna be tweeting about. <laughs> I don't care what Nick thinks. I'm here for. I was there for Hannah. No one can judge me, but God. He only cares too. what God thinks. Yeah, God, I, I'm excited get, for get, Luke. You're just, you're, we'll see. We'll see. We'll how see. It all. We're gonna turn this podcast off, and she's gonna be like, "I totally agree with you." <laughs> I do not lie. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm so excited for the season. Though, I'm gonna be honest. Well, at the end of the day, it really only matters what God and Hannah think. It only matters what God, only God can judge. Well, I'm doing my best to, ju to judge you, Luke. So, you know who knows a lot about The Bachelor? <laughs> Rochelle. Ah. I wrote a parody musical of it. <gasps> come on. I know. I'm trying to get Nick to come, but he doesn't want to come. <laughs> That's not you true. Did? You didn't. What are you talking about? Let's go. She asked me to be a participant in it. No, no, no. You didn't have, you could do a cameo if you wanted. I thought you would want to. That I'd rather not do. Oh, okay. But I would happily come and support a colleague. I feel Aww. like we can bring a load of people to come and watch our friends. Please, please, please. It's May 22nd at Dynasty Typewriter in LA. You if you're in fun. LA, May 22nd, yeah. come see Rochelle's show. It's funny. Where is it? It's at Dynasty Typewriter. Our first song is called uh, Right Reason, so. Do you sing it? Are you in it? Yeah, I'm in it too. <gasps> How <laughs> Do you exciting. sing? Yeah. It's like, uh, it's kind of downtown, between K-Town and downtown. Oh, between K-Town and downtown. Yeah. Okay, right it's off Olympic, spot. maybe? Like, is it yeah. Kinda, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right mm -hmm. off Olympic. It's a nice little area. It's funny, you asked me what I was venting to you about, uh, like, ever, like, getting over, like, exes. Or, yeah. like, if you still love them. And I immediately was like, well, no, you don't still love your exes. And you disagreed with me about... Uh, that yeah I, I do I mean I, I think once you love somebody unless there's some true you know vicious act I think that it's it's it should be the goal to continue to love them for the rest of their life even though you may not be you know you know having the intercourse anymore or like in a relationship in or partnered up or partnered just up. like feel a sense of love like you would a friend just or, feel a sense of love. But have, do you think there's a special? Um, I do. I think it's special. And I also don't think that being friends with your ex always works. I, think I don't it think does. it ever works. Really? 
I'm trying I mean, to think. I, as ex- I'm saying it, I'm like, who am I friends with? There's exceptions I... to every rule, but yeah. I mean, no. people who you really love. <laughs> wow, Nick. This donut's really good. You see, a donut. <laughs> Sorry. But I mean, I have exes who like, you know, s- still talk to my parents. and Sure. What do you think about that? I feel like that, like, I don't know. That almost seems like not cool. I mean, my parents are down for it. Your they- parents, but it feels manipulative sometimes. I also think for it them is to manipulative. stay in the life. I also think it, it is. is manipulative. Sometimes. Really? What if they're I, when married I've done and that, moved on? When I've done that, it's because I didn't want to let them go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, so you reach out. Yeah. Um, you want to be like, see, your parents love me. <laughs> Why don't you? I've had exes make the mistake <laughs> of doing that, and they'd reach because my mom's a saint, as we all yeah. know, and very easy to talk to, and and. Um, especially when I've been in relationships and something I've always been thankful for of my parents is my parents have always been willing to criticize me, right? My parents have never been throughout my life. And I, I value this, even though we talked about like having coaches who are very critical. My parents were never the type of parents were like, Oh, don't yell at my kid. You know, it's my kid. You can't, you can't ever lecture my kid. My parents were like, no, let's respect adults. Same. And so mm-hmm. my parents always even like, you know, if I was being an ass, they would tell me I'm being an ass. And so if I was ever like, you know, any girlfriend ever had, if I'm bringing her home or we're hanging out and uh, I said something or did something not like terrible, but just like maybe it was a joke, my mom or my dad, mostly my mom would have no problem being like, come on, Nick, really? Mm-hmm. And taking sides in this whatever like playful disagreement with my significant other. I think sometimes my significant others uh, maybe like took that for granted and then, like, had had that after we broke up, would call my mom and vent, Ooh, right? But vent in a way wow. that was like almost, about you. Yes. Oh. And to the point where mom's like, "All right, honey," because um, <laughs> like again, my mom's like the sweetest person. She feels comfortable as my mom to criticize me, knowing that I can take it. And she might have an opinion about said ex, but was like, "I'm not going to say this because you're not my daughter." <laughs> um, and then I think sometimes my uh exes some in particular got a little too confident in their relationship with my mom and my mom's like all right buddy <laughs> uh yeah yeah Fair mode. my, my yeah, parents, she definitely, yeah my parents will invite you know my ex over for you know thanksgiving this is still going on oh yeah and i mean he's married and has a child but there was a long time where i was like no this guy like we had a tough we had a tough, you know, uh, departnering. Like it wasn't an easy one, but they're like, "But we love him." And I'm like, "That's fine, but I does he need to pop over?" You know? Again, now I'm fine with it and I kind of appreciate it because I love his wife and I love his child and and like we had a very intertwined relationship. So, the fact that there's some love there, I think it's all right. That's insane. <laughs> Is That's it? wild. <laughs> good, good on you. Yeah. But it's like divorces. I mean, again, this wasn't a divorce. Yeah. We weren't married. Like a lot of divorced people still are forced to because they birthed children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And <laughs> I know very few relationships where the divorce. Uh, there's only a few that I know where, in the divorce, there is a real mature sense of. We are happier not with each other than we were, but we love our kids and we still love each other. So there's a real mutual respect there. I've only, I'm thinking of one in particular, but the other ones, it's not like, 
my brother also is kind of lucky enough to have that with his with his ex-wife uh they got married so young mm-hmm. uh and they were just such different people that um i think they're both like we just yeah, this doesn't make any Come on. sense. This is yeah. insane. Um, but and again, she she is his ex wife is has a great relationship with my parents, and they have two kids together, and it seems like just a really healthy dynamic. But it's r- rare. It is rare, but I think it's a good goal, and I think that that's kind of what if you're loving, you know, you you see world beyond peace is a things. good goal too. But it's like hard to <laughs> listen. I, I believe in it. I think we can get there. I, I, I guess. Well, I mean, listen. I, I agree. That I've, I one quality. I, I value loyalty. Uh, yeah. Is a huge quality that I have, and I don't necessarily. I value it with other people, but I, I value it in myself. It's a, it's a valuable quality. I like to demonstrate. I feel good when I'm loyal to the people I care about. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense, yes. but I, I do. And I will say that I, it's interesting. My friend Charlene um, asked me this about Andy once. Um, they, I think they've, they're kind of at odds, whatever, but they've hung out. And Charlene and I will always have these great conversations. And she asked me, do you, ever, do you, st- do you still hold a candle for Andy? And I was kind of confused by that question. I was Very like, recently I, she asked no, you No, this was a while ago. Okay. This was a, probably two years ago mm. or something. I mean, it was a while ago. And I was kind of defensive at first being like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, cause I don't like, again, with Andy and Caitlin, there's definitely this like almost surprised how strongly I felt with them because there are a lot of differences and like in- incompatibilities that we have, but I do find myself loyal. Even as, as, as like Andy, for example, I'm always at odds with her. She's just a frustrating person. She is. She's just like, but every time Andy uh, opens a window, so to speak, I'm always find myself excited to like be on a good page with her. And I think with Caitlin, where it's just like, if Andy asked me a favor, I'm happy to do it. Like, and with every ex I've ever had, there's, there, I feel the sense of loyalty to, that even if I'm at odds with him, I want, I, I, it, that really, it bugs me. It really bothers me. And so like, especially if, uh, if we do hang out and we have a nice moment as friends, it makes me feel good. If there's a favor they would ever need from me, I, I enjoy that. So I guess maybe that's where you're you're coming from. And yeah, I kind of admitted I, to Charlene, like maybe I do a little bit, kind of have a special place in my heart, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. For even I don't know, people, I might call it love. You know, I think that giving love, that kind of broad spectrum, I'm not saying in love, I'm not saying you want to spend a lot of time with them, but you love them enough to show up if they need you. And, and I think that that's loving. Sure, it's loyal. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're showing up and you're like, oh God, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you said so I came you know like that's not love uh, well I've done that too <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's weird that like Kaylin lives in the same building as Colton and Cassie as his ex they do you oh. know these things <laughs> and that's common <laughs> out on Instagram they post they're always working out on oh, the man. same uh, what did you my, say it's, uh, my, it's my understanding is that uh, Kaylin and Cassie are like best friend right don't you think that's weird or not no because i've said this before when it comes to the bachelor world i really truly believe that there's only two relationships every season maybe three two where it's there's real feelings exchanged Mm -hmm. and when it doesn't work out with one of them it can get uh weird and uncomfortable 
And there are feelings of hurt there. I don't think Kalen being the third runner up was ever that emotionally invested. Yeah. Really. You know, I'm sure maybe even she felt it in the moment and I'm not saying she faked it, but I think once she got set home, my guess is like every other person who's ever been fourth was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was her relationship with Cassie was far stronger than her relationship with Colton. I think that's safe to say. And I think that happens often. So no, I don't think it's that weird um, would be my guess. But now I know they live in the same building. (laughs) You know which exes I don't think you can still claim to love or be around is the ones that you still want to bone. Like if I was like, there's one guy who I I will marry. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I I don't think about that one. But if you do, if you want to like, if you just can't, like if they're so desirable to you, like I have one, he was just this. mm. Oh, he was just just perfect thing when he walked through the door. That body is fade. The whole thing was just such a package. And whenever I see him in a picture in a room I can't I just wanted to I just want to take him down and like with him I, I can't I can't do are it. you are you have you often been at odds with this person never at odds never you're no. never at odds okay what do you mean at odds well I wonder because like if you're at odds with someone and you're like you're mad at them or you're but deep down you're like you know maybe it's because I want to fuck them oh <laughs> You feel this because I've also no. I don't know that that's the same for women. I don't like want to anger fuck people all the time. That's not really. No, I don't mean you want to anger fuck them. I mean, (laughs) I mean you're angry, and then after you process said anger, you realize it just comes down to, I want what I can't have. Mm. Um, That you because I always say like, listen, the opposite of love is not hate; it's indifference, right? To that kind of echoing your point is, I don't necessarily feel love for my exes. But if I ever have been mad at them and in the moment, like, I don't want to say I've ever hated anyone, but feel anger towards them about a situation, I certainly feel something. I don't, I'm not indifferent, right? And so they, they, I have a, a, a reaction to them. If, if some fan wrote that, I wouldn't have given a shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But when Caitlin writes that or says that and makes that joke, I'm... You're in love because you're not indifferent. I'm gonna, we're gonna keep coming back to this. You love this person. It's very simple and that's okay. Not in love. You're not in love, but you love her. I wanna finish this donut. It's right there. (laughs) Changing the subject. No. Caitlin's never gonna come on the podcast if she's like, if we say Nick's in love with her. No, but I'm not saying he's in love, but he's certainly not indifferent and he would show up. So that means that there's love there. Well, you care about people. I would do that for Ashley Iaconetti. And I, I would, she doesn't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, is she in the room? I don't see this person. Is there another person here? I uh, but I, yes, I feel the same way I feel love for friends. Mm-hmm. But I guess it is that, that person who you're not friends with that you had any type of relationship with and you had these strong, even for a short period of time, feelings for. Yes. Um, especially if you're at odds and there is miscommunication and there's the resentment for whatever situation. Yes. It, or it's troublesome. if you're just not done, like if you want more of that, you know, you want more sex, sex from that particular person who was very, very good at it <laughs> and you were very good at it. You know, it was just a good situation. You just want more and you see them and you can't get past that. And we were talking about something like this the other day about like just interacting with people who might want to have sex with you. Like it's the same yeah. thing. Like it, you just can't. It's it's tough to do it. I've I've had friends 
mm-hmm. uh, female friends that I enjoyed their friend company and like really truly loved them as friends. And then I was like, why doesn't this person want to hang out with me anymore? <laughs> and I was like, because they they want to have sex with you. He's like, yeah, but I don't know. I'm like, no, the person, all of these people in this restaurant want to have sex with you a little bit. Like the girl behind the register, the guy sitting beside us, the old man in the back, like everybody looks at you and kind of probably wants to have a little bit of touching. Like I would imagine it happens to a lot of people. And if you can't control that in yourself, like if you're a human being who sees something that you want to touch (laughs) and you don't have the ability to control yourselves or put that in the right box like it's impossible to get over it so i'm not as good at friend zoning as i think i am (laughs) and that's the other thing your your um, (laughs) your way of friend zoning those people who you are aware even a little bit want to touch you (laughs) i i think that your friend zoning is a little bit impaired. <laughs> like you leads them on a little bit? Not leads them on, but just I think, you know, you're you're very charming and you know that and you might. So if I have a friend okay, who's a female mm-hmm. and because I always think to myself, all right, listen, I want to be friends with this person. I won't overtly flirt with them. I won't make any moves on them. I certainly won't like I'll like like the physical space, you know, yes. all that separate mm-hmm. and we'll hang out and I will certainly go out of my way to like talk about other relationships <laughs> or women I might be interested. I'll ask them about their dating lives and being yes. all these, all all these friend zone things. <laughs> right. And then, but then I see them, I go, wow, you look so good today. I can't Which I that. think you should keep doing. And I think that you're actually very good at that part. Yes. And I think that that is the way that men can handle this is by doing those things, talking I, I about will, their relationship. I won't be flirtatious that way always. Which I think is nice. And my dad is like that. My dad will hit on every restaurant waitress that he can. But he, you know. I don't see it as hitting on. I disagree with that so what? far. I, I, you're right. Hitting on is the wrong word because, Winston, you don't hit on them. I'm sorry for saying that. But you certainly, it is. <laughs> my mother's name is Benita. So, um, and, um, but he he wants to tell people that they're beautiful or comment on their fat ass. No, just kidding. <laughs> you know, like, but he'll tell them that they're beautiful or they'll, he wants to make people feel good and he wants to be charming and he, he you know, yeah. likes that about himself and I like that about him and I like that about you. And When I'm like ordering coffee, if I notice something about someone, I will compliment them because everyone loves a, oh, everyone loves a surprising compliment. Mm-hmm. Well, what you not, every woman, not every woman who's working wants to be complimented on her looks as someone who was a waitress for a while, I will say. What if it's like, I, not even just like, I won't, I won't like, I definitely won't be like, oh, wow, damn, you look, it, I might be like, that's a really cool shirt. Well, obviously, yeah, that's an okay compliment. <laughs> well, yeah, but I you're mean. saying you don't want people to be like, oh, honey, look at you this morning. Or, you know, like no, you I, don't like I, to be, I, 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 what if that it was I won't a do woman? With, I don't do that with strangers. What? Like, what if I was like, oh my God, you look so beautiful today. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I won't see. I won't even do that with strangers. I will. I will be specific with my compliments. Yeah, it might be like, "Oh, those are really cool shoes." Oh yeah, or like that's whatever. Fine. Like yeah, I'll yeah. find something very like benign. Yeah, with friends, I might be like, "Wow, you look really nice today." But there's like a thing when you're a waitress and a guy's being skeezy to you mm-hmm. that just feels so gross because oh, you're like serving them. Oh, I get that. Yeah, no, I don't totally. mean like no, I mean, and like, that should no, but that should yeah. not be encouraged. Yeah. I've never I witnessed. I do think 
I don't know. There's something about like the friends that want to that they're that maybe you are leading them on a little bit i listen as your friend and as you know seeing people around us who maybe might want to do that i don't think that you particularly have led them on but they go so far down a road in their own mind and that's hard to come back from it's tricky i want to be i want to be friends with people and i don't always want to have sex with them Yes, you poor thing. <laughs> or no, it's not that I don't. No, have, I don't. It's not, not, it's not that I don't want to have sex. It's that no, I, but you don't want to cross that line. I don't cross that it, line. It ruins. I, it can ruin. I definitely no ways, but can ruin friendships. I I don't. If I have, if I sense, if I meet a, a woman that I'm like, I really enjoy her company, but I just, I don't. I don't see a relationship or it's just kind of that 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 light bulb of potential relationship doesn't go off. I I don't fuck with sex in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Um I don't I'm very careful because I like I, I value their company. Uh, you have to be and I think that that's a really important thing that everybody should think about is like you need to kind of DTR or woo woo or woo-woo. define the friendship. Maybe we can do that one. DTF, you know. Da- not down to fuck, but down to friend. That's very. Is she down to fuck or is she down to friend? That's another which, T-shirt. Which DTF are you? <laughs> which D- Ooh, that's a good T-shirt. Which DTF are you? Oh, very good. Should we down? And there's Din Tai Fung, if you are in LA, <laughs> uh, which is the best thing in LA. It really is. <laughs> uh, also, just a local plug: we got our donuts today from uh, Kettle Glaze. So uh, good. Donuts in LA. So yeah, you introduced me. Next today. time I go there, I Very hope nice. someone listens to this podcast. Like, oh, sir, here's here's a free donut. There's an example of charming. You and I both went in there and charmed everybody behind the counter today, and I feel like that's a okay. And I think you're very good at that. What did I? I didn't think I did anything. You did. You like made some cute comment. I led. I made a great comment. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my gosh, you must smell like donuts on your way home or whatever. And it was great and made everybody stay. And then you did the very same thing. We're good out in the world. Hmm. <laughs> I don't even realize this. Shug, this is fantastic. Do you have an issue with being friends with people that you want to have sex with that don't want to have sex with you? It doesn't bruise my ego. Yeah, I'm fine yeah, with it. Like no. it's totally, it's totally fine. And like, you just never know. Sometimes, uh, I don't know, maybe it's different for women. Like sometimes physically I can't be around you without being like, oh my God, I gotta go. I, I gotta change my clothes. Like it's not, it's what I have, n- I mean, I'm being totally honest. I, I, what I have noticed is that uh, at times, like after I've gotten to know someone or maybe we eventually hook up like a couple years after getting to know them. Uh, and I've, I kind of mentioned this before. I feel like sometimes when I, uh, uh, I feel like there's a, at least some sort of mutual connection or like sexual chemistry um, and, and nothing's happening is because I've, I've been told that there is, they don't want to hook up with me because they think I'm a player or they don't, they can't trust me or they just like, Ooh, he's dangerous. Like, you know, there's that kind of like, I'm going to stay away from him because like, Ooh, this is after they get to know you. No, this is like, that was their initial reaction. Oh, I see. I see. You know, yes. like, or like they put up this wall, like, I don't know. And then eventually it's like, well, fuck it. You know, um, you know, whatever. Whatever. Sure. Uh, I'll sit on your face just once, Nick. Is that what I, they say? I, I've had that kind of conversation. Yeah. 
I'm not, but yeah. I mean, a lot of people do write in and say like, why isn't he making a move? Like we're doing everything like boyfriend and girlfriend does, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he's not like doing anything. So I would say if a guy's yeah, not, that's my, so tough. That when a guy's not happen. making a move, like with questions with Nick, I get a lot of that. And listen, and it's uh, the women always respond when I'm like pretty blunt. They're like, well, he could be shy. Of course, he could be shy. It's always a possibility. I'm speaking to the masses of probability, and that probability is, is if he's interested, he'll he'll make a move. Maybe he's shy, but probably not. But also, hold on. Sorry to interrupt you, but ladies, make a move. Find yeah, out. I don't, I don't. That's what I find mean. out. Why are, Put your hand on his upper thigh. You know, they've been doing it to us for years. Just give it a try. See what happens. I, I Yeah. Also, they are men. So, like, even if they didn't think they were interested. Yeah, you could probably get it in once. Have <laughs> <laughs> you put your hand on a guy's thigh? <laughs> really? What do you mean? Any thigh? No. I mean, actually. Put your hand on his thigh. See what happens. If I'm not Just interested kidding. in hooking up with someone and I, a girl is making a move on me, I... I get uncomfortable. Yeah, of course you do. I know. That's human nature. That That is not right to say that men can just have sex with anything. I don't think that that's true. But I yeah, think I don't people, think, men no. and women are, if they're not interested, will put them, will, will won't get themselves in situations they don't want to be in. Like, so body language. like Hopefully. But if you're, yes, but if you're like dating, I don't mean like, it's like women, if with women are confused about, oh, like we're always next to each other and he's never making a move and we're always close, but he's not making a move. Then like maybe he is shy so make the move or whatever. But like if he's never making a move, but like, you guys might like say your best friends. You're they're, you're in the friend zone. You guys go see movies together, and he's just watching his movie, eating his popcorn. <laughs> like he's not interested in making out with you, and you're always like wondering if like you're putting your hand like on the, wondering if you can oh, both accidentally grab the popcorn at the same time, but that never happens. Like he's not interested. But if you try, you never know. So give it a shot. Well, I don't think if you are friends with a guy that you really want to be in a relationship with you're not friends like people will lie themselves exactly. like don't no don't try to no, preserve a relationship that it comes up later like unless like down the line you're kind of like whoa he is attractive and i do want to bone him do you think that happens more often than not that they get into a situation where one person wants to sleep with the other person the other person is more like this we're great friends and they think it's going to happen and they tell themselves it's going to happen and then they kind of pretend we're fine with being friends for a while Mm-mm. but they never really wanted to be friends that's what i'm talking about yes and i think that happens more often than we're just friends and then out of nowhere you're like wait i love you yeah no no, no that, that does happen often yeah I do think sometimes like women, we can end up doing the emotional baggage of being a girlfriend and being treated like a girlfriend, but not like hooking up. Does that make sense? What do you mean? Like being available to like for you to vent to at all hours of the night, like going to your events, Mm. like being there whenever you need it. And then it's like you're almost doing the. Yes, that's a very Well, that is a mistake. I think men and women both make when they're in the the short end of the friend zone is they mm-hmm. and like it's that classic case of if you give someone an inch they'll take a foot so if you're willing to basically be someone's uh like sidekick or like girlfriend or boyfriend without all the other stuff people will take it and they'll tell themselves well they're just friends and like so if you're doing them favors and going to their events and you're like 
you're being their like plus one because they don't want to show up at loan. And so they'll, they'll bring their friend because they, they're not, they don't have a girl they want to sleep with to bring. So they'll bring their friend and it's great. And she's just like, I'm going, he takes me to all his events and blah, blah, blah. Like that's on you. Eventually. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the taking to events is one thing, but I like your point about the emotional connection stuff. Like I think that, I mean, every human being needs emotional connection and, when you as a as you know one of one side of the partnership if you're like showing up and giving your whole heart to the other person and like you said listening to their venting you're the one that they call and you're in an emotional relationship that gets very confusing for people so to me it's like um, i have girlfriends guy friends who will check in like where are you investing your time you know like where are you investing your emotion but it's confusing because i also want to be there for my friends and and to be the one to vent from them but you can't you know be that 100% for someone and i feel like i'm getting confused or confusing you <laughs> your, your face um, but I mean, I'm often confused. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Are you single? I am single. Okay. And I. Are you single, Rochelle? I am single. Uh, a bunch of single people. A bunch of three singles in the room. Are you single out there? <laughs> oh, Mary. Look at that big old rock, too. Mm. But you guys um, have never hooked up, right? No. no. Friend zoned. Yeah, we friend zoned. Mutually. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really. It's, really it's nice here. <laughs> It is. It is. Well, I, the thing is, like, when you don't need to have sex with somebody, you can actually be friends with them. And it's a very special place. And it's rare. And I don't have a lot of close, straight male friends. So I find it fascinating. And I like to hear all of the details that I get to be privy to in having a straight friend. I find it all very thrilling and exciting. You tell her all of my stories. I really love it. <laughs> and I'm like, where did the leg go? You know, it's great. <laughs> I'm just kidding, ladies. He doesn't tell me it, to, to, all of the little details. If, if you ask, I usually... I know. I really do like it. I don't care. Um, and also the other nice thing is that all of my wonderful gays, well, they send me um, like pictures of your mouth. And I'll be like, yep, that's his mouth. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I... I don't know if we want to go down this road, but you know, there's just... It's... I mean, it's fun for... For your fans i guess to be like shug is this what his mouth really looks like and i'm like my mouth i don't know yeah you yeah the, your mouth is like a it's like a thing <laughs> sorry is this too much well, i have a good I mouth know, i know it's fine i don't know don't people want to put things ego. in it honey that's all i'm saying jesus what? uh no I, would, I i told don't uh, you boys call in baby <laughs> jesus baby becca on on our season said on a podcast once that i had a, a, a tiny mouth and it really bothered me. <laughs> and then I went on her podcast and she, she says, no, it's actually quite nice in, in proportion to your face. But there was a period of time where literally, and I said this on her podcast, I listened to it and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then any time, like if I was kissing a girl and she's like, you have really nice lips. I enjoy kissing you. And I think to myself, and I wouldn't say this, but I'd be like, it's not too small or... <laughs> <laughs> it really got in my head so it would thank you yeah I, great oh I'm, there you go oh nice no mouth. honey you can feel great about I'll, your mouth i'll take a compliment i'm not saying i want anything in it but how do you like your essential oils Shug? oh i love my essential oils 
It's a very, I have one in my car, I have one in my bathroom, and I believe I have one in my bedroom drawer. She has a, our new diffuser. We have Rise going right now. It's a little bit of a morning blend. Do you think of Nick every time you use it? No. Which is good. I don't want, I want him to think of natural <laughs> habits, not. I think about you because I use it you? in my car, yeah. Does that make you mad? Sometimes. <laughs> I like the oil. I hate Nick. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. I have really mixed feelings <laughs> no. about this. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I don't take a lot of baths. I've, is it, what's it? It's phenomenal. Like every girl I know takes at least three to five baths a week. Are you? Every girl you know? I, I, that's an exaggeration. I'm sure. It <laughs> feels like every girl I know takes baths. You know what? To be honest, I don't have a great bath situation Me right either. now. So if it just, did, it's not you? happening. I would probably take one bath a month. I do think oh, wow. about it. I yeah, think it's great. Men don't. I. It's just like a. You are just sitting there in hot water alone. It's it's you know. Well, I will say our, uh, our essential oils are great in a bath. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. I mean, they it really you put a few drops in, you get the aromatherapy that you want. It can relax you. Can relieve a headache. Uh, you, you know, you don't want to put a diffuser in a bath because you get electrocuted. <laughs> and diffusers are great hey, anywhere else you. in the house. <laughs> you just put it, you put it right in the water, and it's uh, for all the women who take baths. And That's so nice. To, what a lovely headache. treat. That yes, is. it's really great. Aromatherapy I mean, in the tub, all about that. And only put like a few drops in. You don't want to. Uh, we were doing a photo shoot for Natural Habits, and the, the, my my friend who modeled for me, she we were doing a bunch of shots, and she's like pouring it in, pouring it in, pouring it in, not thinking about it. And then she got in the bath, and she's like, "Why does my skin feel all pepperminty?" I'm like, "Well, you put <laughs> half a bottle in, so don't do that." Uh, but uh, it's a great way to relieve headaches or just unwind at the end of the day with some uh, essential oils in your bathtub. They're also great as a, a dryer sheet alternative. Really? Yeah, you put them in a wool ball. You can get these wool balls at like uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. You put a little bit of essential oils on it, throw them in your dryer. Instead of the chemicals that come with uh, dryer sheets that are really terrible for your your body and your skin. Oh, that's amazing. I, I did not know you that. Just put a few drops right on the, uh, oh, it's a wool ball. You get it like on Bed Bath & Beyond. Huh, I'm all about what's, that. What's the code this week? Uh, code Pretty Woman. Um, really? Yeah. Good you'll catch. know why at the end of this episode. <laughs> Uh, call it Pretty Woman because mm. it's one of my favorite movies. Ah, it is. Like it's a great too. movie. See, it's one so of those great. movies like you, you, when it's on TNT and you're just like, oh, Pretty Woman's on? I purchased it and I actually put it on often just as background noise or when I'm writing or when I'm doing whatever. It's, it's perfect. Movie. Code Pretty Woman. Our prices are currently reduced. You'll get an additional 20% off when you use Code Pretty Woman. So... They're already reduced a little bit. We're kind of having a holiday for a launch for a diffuser line. So get our diffusers, uh, diffuser oils and roll-ons, our bundle code Pretty Woman for 20% off. NHOils.com. <laughs> What's your time with Nick? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. I really appreciate that they added in sexy questions that was not a request from me wow but it's, it's like just they knew, knew me yeah it's like they knew me it's quite the jingle it really does stick in your yeah shout out to head. my catch thanks mike okay this is from cassandra hey nick i need a male perspective on this my very long-term spouse sometimes travels for work it's usually just a few days but sometimes it's a full week anyway i stumbled across viagra in his closet he was packing to travel the next day so I intentionally held off saying anything because I wanted to see if he packed it. He did. Mm. 
So why else would a man bring Viagra with him traveling if not for sex? He claims it was to jerk off during Wixie whiskey dick moments mm-hmm. i've looked this up on reddit and everyone says even having legitimate erectile dysfunction they still don't use these drugs for masturbation it's reserved for sex stamina only would why, you believe him why are people going to reddit to fu- to get feedback on- i mean she got good feedback she went to a good place apparently <laughs> they should be going to nick by all yeah don't go to reddit <laughs> For their answers. Well, what do you think? Bringing, nonsense bringing Viagra. Is there any other reason? I've n- I, I've never taken it, taken Viagra or Cialis. But I I mean, I'm curious. Like I, I've, I'm definitely curious about trying it one day. I've never done it. Maybe they'll sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I've had friends who's tr- tried it, but like my understanding of it is, you definitely want to uh, be in a position to have sex with somebody. Um who wants to have sex with you before you take said drug. Otherwise, it's- yeah, you're in trouble. You're in trouble, right? I mean- And I don't think masturbating, it, That I don't believe that. That seems like a, masturbate, like you don't, you, you, you masturbate to like, you know- Start the day. Yeah. It's yeah. like something to do when you're, you know, yeah. I feel like I feel like she would know if her husband was such a masturbating fanatic that he was doing such extreme things as like taking a Viagra and jacking off for two hours. Well, on let's this break trip. down his story. He's basically saying he goes on these work trips, and I'm I'm assuming yes, you know, your sales trip. You know, him and the boys are drinking, having some whiskey, you know, and he's prepping for the fact that like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go out with the boys and I'm gonna have some whiskey. And all I want to do is jerk off when I go back to my hotel room. Which, and I, I won't be able to finish if I have some whiskey dick, which people would like be to, true. Yes, and people like to masturbate in their hotel rooms while they're away. Like, those things add up. Totally, totally. But, but at the same time, like, he's never used it with his wife, it sounds like. She didn't even know he had she it. She didn't even know he had it. That's yeah, I'm concerned. It doesn't sound Trust your great. Gut. It sounds like he's definitely having sex with other people. Um, Isn't it sad we don't trust our gut so often? Or we I know. Well, ourselves sometimes to trust your gut is to... Uh, ask the questions. Ask your question, but is to uh, basically tell your ego that you're not that great. Or, that, you know what I'm saying? Your e- like To tr- not trust your gut is like, in, say like... I feel like there's something going on. He might be cheating on me. Well, if he's cheating on you, then your ego's like, wait, no one ever cheated on you. You know, like, no, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before, let's not, let's not go there. Your ego's constantly fighting your gut. You know, your well, gut. it's also like your worst nightmare that he is cheating. So yeah. you don't want to listen to that. You don't want to listen to that because it's like this beautiful. It feels yeah. like a reflection on yourself. It's not, but it feels that way. Uh, yeah, I don't. There's. He's definitely. I don't think guys take uh, viagra just to jerk off the only guys that i've ever known to take viagra is because they were gonna do a bunch of drugs and knew that they were gonna lose their erection and and viagra helps to have sex but the the they they all assumed or hoping they were gonna have sex with someone it wasn't like i'm gonna do a bunch of drug drugs and then like jerk off (laughs) no no it just seems like a really weird thing to do 
Maybe he was testing it for the first time. This is not true. And I think that he's doing, he's sleeping with other people for sure is my 100% answer. But I mean, the fun answer is maybe he just wants to have a big boner and walk around his hotel room and be like, look at my boner alone in his room. And he puts puppet, maybe he puts a, he turns it into a puppet. I have a whole bunch of theories that we could go down that are wrong. Well, let's, let's assume he's telling the truth for a hot second. Still a potential problem because again, the bigger problem is if he's taking Viagra, fine, but he hasn't taken it with her, to her knowledge. So even if he is taking Viagra just to jerk off on the road, he must like be really enjoying this jerk sesh without yeah. her and really wants to have a massive boner <laughs> yeah. while doing it. He's like basically cheating on you with his hand. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. interesting because I, I you can't know, like, wait to be alone with my hand listen, for a week. If you're in a relationship, <laughs> a long-term relationship, there's nothing wrong, I'm assuming, with having a, a little private time with yourself. And I, I've, I've been, I agree. Do you agree, Rochelle? Oh, yeah. Are I you like offended? Almost, I think it's no, necessary. I, don't, I think that oftentimes, I, especially in heterosexual relationships, like I feel like men want to fuck a lot more than women I've been do in generally. So they that should not, have that ability. Not, really? Yeah. I used to get annoyed by that, but I just, I think I was just dumb. You know, mm. I didn't realize that. I think there's a, yeah. I but, make them sit in a chair so I can watch. No, I'm just kidding. It was more, <laughs> but it was this thought of like, well, if you ever, yeah. ever want to, if, yeah, uh, if you're my boyfriend, then and you can't get off without me being a part really? of it because then therefore oh. you're cheating or whatever. That was like this. Or it's like a feeling like I'm not satisfying uh, him. Yes. And it was more like, I've, I, Oh my gosh, I just think it's so unhealthy to not do that. I I dated a guy once, this sweet guy, who for his own reasons, it might have been religious, I'm not sure, but he wasn't allowed to jack off. He was like, he was an athlete Jack off or jerk off? I think it's both. Oh, I think both. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There you go. Jack and jerk. Jack it and jerk it. Um, but I think like for him, he wouldn't allow himself to do that. And when we finally got to the point and we engaged, it was like a massacre. The poor guy had so much built up in him. And like, he was just so, it just was not, it wasn't a pleasant experience. It's too much. And then for me, I'm like, well, I can't have that much sex with you. Like I'm the only thing you're allowed to have sex with. That can't, <laughs> that's not good for anybody in this situation. Yeah. I wasn't married to him and I didn't, you know, it didn't go that far. So to me, I'm like, it's healthy to be able to release. Anyway. But I'm saying in this, show? in this case, <laughs> in this case, he's doing it so much. Yeah. That he needs Viagra. It's like a little different. Mm-hmm. That would still, I think she'd have a right to be bothered. Even if it was, if he's telling the truth, it's like, why are you taking Viagra just to jerk off on the road? Yeah. I would, I would, if she was calling in, I would be curious what her actual sex life with him is. Mm-hmm. My guess is it's, she's wanting more. It'd be my guess. My guess is that she wishes they had more sex. Would you think? Why do you think that? I just think what made, because if he's, if he's cheating on her, mm-hmm. I mean, I, do you think he's also having as much sex with her? You know, sometimes our guts tell us things and it's coming from somewhere like maybe like they're having less sex. That doesn't always mean your spouse is cheating on you if you have less sex. No, that's Maybe you're mean to them and they don't want to have sex with you. (laughs) Or maybe you're tired. (laughs) Or that too. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, I would be very curious to speak to her as well. I think that, you you know, I think you should be encouraged to call in. Clearly, Nick and this room full of wonderful people have very solid advice. So just call in. Don't be shy. What's up, Vivian? What's your question? So initially I had emailed, it was actually like two weeks ago, and um, I was emailing about like my husband's activity on Instagram and like he wasn't ever posting about like me or my kids. And um, it's funny because I guess like, Two hours later, I, I found out he was actually cheating on me for like a year and a half. Oh, so I guess from a man's perspective, I was just kind of wondering, like, um, can we question your activity? Like, would you post, you know, like if you were in that serious relationship? Well, this is tricky in the sense that he's actually cheating, right? And so well, I well, don't... he did. He did. Hopefully he's done. <laughs> well, okay, well... We'll get to that in a second. But unfortunately, I know some guys who are, are cheaters. And they're not necessarily married, but they they actively cheat on their girlfriends. And it is shocking how uh, clever and savvy they are about their activity and how uh, uh, secretive they are. And so yeah. it's almost the quite, quite the opposite, is that there's they're very conscious about not mm-hmm. liking things and posting things and 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 do a lot of things to hopefully make their uh, person they're in a relationship with not be suspecting of their activity. So right. I I just generally think that sometimes with social media, it can um, it can be misleading, and we can spend way too much energy worrying about this activity. I think if you are in a relationship, whether they're cheating or not, and they are posting a bunch of pictures or liking pictures of other women or doing things that bother you. If you're in a committed relationship, I think you have every right to yeah. be like, Hey, like this bugs me. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's a one thing of, you know, you don't want to be the, I, you know, I, I, like, I just think social media is not that important that if you are in a relationship and, and your significant other has a reasonable request, then, you should do that. I don't. And if you really think about it, it's not a hard qu- question for them to answer. Like, hey, how come you never post pictures of me and the kids? Like, how come we're not on there? Is that why is that not one of your storylines that you're putting out into the world? Right. And that's a very simple. There should be an explanation for that. You know, he's if he's active on the platforms and he's using them and he's putting out this persona into the world via social media like why wouldn't you want to include us and maybe his reason I'm sorry to find out that it was that he was having some other life and I'm, I'm very sorry about that that's real shitty behavior and you bring him to my house yeah. and I'll tell him a little something but um, <laughs> but um, yeah I, I you you know when somebody's being shady and to Nick's point it is often strategic on a man's Part. So what are you doing now? Um, so we are trying to work things out. Um, How did you... You know, he, he completely ended, um, like, so it's with a co-worker, so it's kind of hard, like, to end that completely, like, talking-wise. But he, mm, you know, he gives me his it? phone, and I look through his phone. So How, did, can, How did you I, catch him? Um, actually, so the girl... I guess found out that we were actually still married and in a relationship. And so she called me like Ah. literally two hours after I emailed you guys. Damn. And then, so she called you, you confronted him, he fessed up and now you're trying to work on it. Where this is, and this is like two weeks. 
this is yeah, this is like raw. Three weeks. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, I I am sorry. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And I know you're probably still processing this. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I'm I, like in the denial. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you were you satisfied with what he was saying to you? Did you have a chance to really speak to the lady and find out what was happening? Like did do you have some clarity at this point? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll ever be satisfied, but I think what I'm learning now, like obviously I go to therapy, I think everybody does. But I think not really going into detail and not doing like the who, what, when, and just kind of figuring out why. I haven't been in that situation married. And, and you guys have kids or don't have kids? Yeah, two kids. So you have kids. I mean, there's so many variables that you have to consider uh, in that. And that, you know, I am sorry for that. But really try to trust your gut. You said you're, you're in denial. And that's, a, that's a, I think, a healthy admission. Because mm-hmm. I think, at least when I was cheated on, you just want to, you want to believe the person that's been lying to you so much, and it's hard to do. Right. And you want to believe that they are sorry, and then then they will stop, and all these things. But you are talking to a liar, mm-hmm. uh, and you are mm-hmm. talking to someone who didn't even fess up but got caught, and now he's he's not necessarily right. sorry he did yeah. it. He's sorry he got caught. Uh, right. And also keep in mind that he was lying to her as well. And you don't really right. know what he would have done if forced to make a decision knowing that she was still open to it. He basically, it sounds like he might have mm-hmm. lost that option. And people often, right. um, you know, it's like, oh, well, I got caught by her. Let's see if I can save this relationship. And so right. I think you're just in a pickle. And if that, and I, I'm not here to tell you what you should do. If you want to yeah. work on it, that is your prerogative and you should do that. But just be mindful of and trust your gut. Like, really know if you think he's being truthful because you are at risk of he's just a liar and he's going yeah. to do and say whatever he needs to do to not be to not be alone. Oh, my goodness. You are just you just spooning some harsh truths there, which is I'm sure why we ask somebody like Nick who's not attached to the situation and who can give mm-hmm. you some blunt hard things to hear. I know that listening it's to you tough. No, no. I you know, he doesn't know the whole story, but I think that all of that is very true and something that people that are immediately surrounding you may not say. So, you know, I just, I just am sensing. And if I were you, I know that that would be hard to hear. So I just wanted yeah, to yeah. say like, no, I'm good. no, I think He's that, no, no, you're not mansplaining at all. It's, it's lovely <laughs> is my, more my point. Like I get it. I get why people ask you stuff. Like <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, you don't want a liar. That's you don't. that's for sure. Have and ever, that reasoning of like, well, they're at work, so they still kind of have to talk. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I it, may I may I give you advice uh, on this? Yeah. Uh, if you can, and I don't know if you can, because again, these, the variables with the kids, it's so it's so hard. But I I would really take some time for yourself in a sense of what do you want out of this. You know, like if if you could have anything you want and there's and you, there was a genie, so to speak, um, and you could literally change your entire reality. Do you even want him in your life? How much is this uh, is this your your hurt and you want you don't want to feel the hurt? Like, what do you really want? And is this someone you can trust? Um, and, and I think it's important in this situation to uh, think of your expectations more than just hoping that he's sorry. 
um, mm-hmm. and really think about that because I think in your situation, at least when I was, when I was cheated on, you just you feel like you're the one who's like six feet under and you're trying to get back up to like above water and you're trying yeah. like, and so you're just trying to, you're kind of, you're, it's a desperation mode. It's kind of like, well, to say you're sorry, to say you'll never do it again. Just like, just tell me that and then I'll be fine. But is that what you really want? I guess is my question. If you didn't have that hurt and feelings, would you want to be in that situation? And so when I guess right. what I'm trying to say is you actually have more power than you feel in this moment. Um, -hmm. you probably feel powerless and I would challenge you to try to uh, realize that and then invoke that power if you can, um, because I think in the long run, you will be much happier. You did, whether that means you're still with him or not, but, uh, Mm -hmm. stand your ground and stand up for what you think you deserve. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely harsh, but definitely needed. So, yeah. Cause right now I think. You know, I think the first, you know, I'm grieving right now my past relationship. And I think the first part of grief is definitely denial. So, yeah, I'll and- get there. You know, some of these excuses like, oh, I'll show you my phone because I'm not texting her. Well, probably because she blocked him, you know, probably because <laughs> wow. yeah. he can't call her. Um, right. You know, and uh, again, he's 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 been doing this for a long time. And so, yeah, um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're gonna be, uh, and also, like, you're gonna be, you're yeah. gonna be fine. I can promise you that much. You know, this yeah. at once. This is, you're gonna be, you're better for knowing now, even mm-hmm. though it sucks to know. You know, yeah. Because now, and now you have more power than you had before. Because now you, mm-hmm. now you're in a position to make decisions on information you now have that you didn't before. Right. So. Well, thank you. you well, you are. sure are gorgeous, and what a fucking idiot, if I may. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told him that maybe more than five times. But. Yeah. Well, that's true. You, you know, it doesn't matter what he thinks, just what what you think. You yeah. tell yourself that. Don't try not to, especially, I mean, like he's, he's her husband. If you want to make it work, fine. But you don't need valid the validation you think you need from him right now. And I think it's right. easy to want to be that because he hurt you and he cheated on you and he was supposed to be the one person who you can always count on and that always makes you feel better about yourself. And he's done quite the opposite. So it's very easy for you to just want the validation from him. Yes. But I don't think you need it as much as you, you, your, your ego thinks it does. Yeah. And, and his default obviously is going to be to validate you left, right and center. And I think that the only person you should really be listening to right now and for the next little while is yourself. Yeah. And he comes as he's lucky that you are even considering. And I would take it as a time of considering. I wouldn't just say, mm-hmm. okay, let's give it a shot. Be in a position of yeah. take that power and be like, yeah, I'm You're considering sure this. Yeah. But Yeah, you have a lot of power here. So don't forget that. I think yeah. that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. So, all right. Go watch Pretty Woman. <gasps> yes, Vivian, watch Pretty <laughs> Woman. Ooh, that's going to yeah. get your power back too. Yeah. You should put on yeah, a put on it. a knee high boot and watch it, and then you know let's see what take it's a at. take a bubble bath with yeah. some essential oils in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll get some essential oils. You just need to tell me the code. Uh, what what code are we gonna use this week? Um, code pretty woman. There you go. Beautiful girl again. Look at all these lovely women. What is your name? Samantha. Hi, Samantha. I'm Nick. This is my dear friend. 
Sugarland. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for welcoming welcoming us into your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How how can we help you, Samantha? So I have a situation, and I've been kind of struggling with it for a while. Um, and I just wanted to get some outside perspective about it. It's regarding two of my friends. Um, their names are Sarah and Joe, and they're both married. Um, they're married to each other. Okay. And so Joe's a male. About oh, go ahead. Joe's Joe's a male. Or it could be a woman. Is it Joe male, male or a woman? Yeah, Joanna, okay. yeah. Jojo. You know, yeah. you never know. Joe is a male and Sarah is a woman. Okay, and they're married. Okay. They're married, yes. So about six months ago, Sarah actually told me that she has been cheating on Joe for the past year and a half. Do they watch this podcast? No. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. All right. So she confided in me and our group of friends, everybody knows. So you've got a group of like 15 people that all know about this situation and we regularly see Joe because obviously Sarah's like one of our good friends. Okay. And so there's a lot of times where, you know, it's both of them together and it's kind of awkward how everybody knows. Ugh, I Except bet. Joe? He's the only Except person that Joe. doesn't know. Ugh, oh, God, my heart breaks Joe. for Joe. Um, I know. I, then this, like, they're this married? is kind of where I'm at with it. They're married? Um, like, if it was yeah, me, I would want to know. Well, and it's so unfair but, of Sarah to ask to put you guys in that position as well. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish that she never would have told us. Uh, I, which sounds... Curious, Samantha... Uh, what is what is your relationship with Sarah? Tell me about Sarah. We're pretty good friends. Really, She's definitely like one of my good friends. Best friends, good friends. I would say good friends. Has Sarah ever uh, done any things to you that maybe not you know cheated on you? But like, are there other things that Sarah does where like does Sarah think about Sarah a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's trying to find out her character and what kind of a person this is. Like, is this something that you kind of expected from her? Did you see this coming? Um, What's the best I thing mean, Sarah's ever done for you and your friendship? Oh. Like, the best thing? Yeah, like, it, yeah. I mean, like, she made, like, my birthday, like, a really big thing, and I really appreciated that. Okay. I'm not, like, I don't, I don't know. I just, like, she's, you- like, she's a good friend of mine, and... Do you trust her? I don't. Yeah, I do. You sure? I, I do but think, it, like, in her, in Sarah's relationship, she could have completely different behavior than she does with her friends. I'm not saying that, but I forgot. Well, that's, cheating yeah, I mean, one like, that's thing. That's the this, hard part about it. It's yeah. like, you know, she could be one way to us and then be a different way in her relationship. I don't know. So, in my experience that, like... I, I, I'm sure like certain degrees, like, yeah, I'm not saying she's exactly the same with Joe as she is with you or everyone else, but like sometimes, and I'm sorry, I'm talking about your friend, shitty people are <laughs> shitty people. I just think yeah. in general, it, 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 they sometimes might show it in various pockets and it might be more obvious. And sometimes shitty people have a really great, uh, have a really great knack of kind of like sometimes over loving to protect their friendships and other spaces. But at the end of the day, over time, it all evens out and everyone can kind of agree they're shitty. 
But I, I think that sometimes our friends make shitty moves and it's up to us to hold them accountable and help them grow past being True. shitty person. But this is more than a shitty move. This is like a... Yeah, this is pretty bad. This is like a thing. I don't even know how to, like, right? This is not like, oh, I fucked up and I like, I, I went to this party and I went, I went to this bachelorette party in Vegas and ugh, this guy and he was, ugh, and I fucked him and I like, ugh. And yeah, I, it's not a one, it's not a one like, fuck. It's like a multiple. She's telling everyone, she's not only cheating on this guy, she is emasculating yes. and belittling and, and mocking her husband, not necessarily to his face, but to everyone else and doubling down by telling you and all her friends and then making you decide whether you should choose over the two she you are now guilty and i'm sorry samantha you are now guilty like if this were a crime if this was a murder the police mm, would come to you an and accessory. say you're an accessory to murder it, you're committing a crime and she's so, being like, mean to you guys by putting you yes, in this position and you're choose to just you're choose to decide versus loyalty versus her or joe but at the end of the day, Samantha, I guess what I'm saying is you have to decide what's right or wrong to you, right? Like you may have to choose your friends and you might have to choose your relationship with Sarah or choose not to be, but you have to decide what you're okay to live with for yourself. Uh, how would you want yeah. someone to treat you um, if, you know, and so it's, it, this is not a friend worth protecting. And to Sugarland's point, if this friendship is, is worth saving and if this is someone you do want in your life, um, she probably won't handle it very well in the short run, but hopefully she has the maturity to realize that what she was doing is wrong and maybe she was like not being her best self. And I think the only way that you can feel good about this situation is by holding her accountable and saying what the, what she should be doing in this. I did. You did? And how, yeah, so like, what, how are you feeling? What is going on? I just, it's so like, it's hard, like, just being around him in general, because it's like, I mean, I know about this completely other relationship that she has, and yes. then, like, he's, he's such a good guy. Like, he's a really, really good, genuine guy. And it breaks my heart that he has no idea, but, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't know if it's my place. Hold on. Is she like, actively... I know what's right for me. But I don't know if that it's like my place to ruin their relationship. It's already ruined. Honey, she's ruining it. And and is she actively in this other relationship and still in, is she like enjoying both of her relationships? Yeah. Oh, she is having a good time, this one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It is your place. You can't. She made a, it your you place. She told you. Be, yes. And, and do you really want to be surrounding yourself yeah. with people who are like, betraying somebody who you identify as a good person and who doesn't deserve that if that guy was like beating the shit out of her or something and then she's going yeah. off and having a side relationship maybe i could help you find you know whatever but no she is being real shit yeah and also yeah. some things you want to consider uh samantha uh sarah yeah. well maybe not right now and you may never marry sarah be in a relationship but the fact that she's capable of doing this to Joe means that she's capable of doing it to you. Mm, uh, and whenever it serves her purpose. Yes. And I don't know what that yeah. context or what, if that situation would ever arise or create itself. But if given a situation where she uh, could be a shitty person to you, she has proven to be capable of such things. Ah, that is well said. Uh, so true. Also, now that she is now, again, she's made you an accessory. So now she is a, it's a reflection of you at this point. 
um, in yeah. the sense that Nez- like, it just eats me up inside. Like of it really course. does. It sure. makes you feel like you're cheating and you're, you're not cheating, but she's making you a cheater. And it's a, again, not to be too harsh on you. It's now reflect. Now you no. have to decide whether this is who you want to be. It's a reflection of you as a person now that you know, and you're going about it. Now you are becoming a good person who's capable of hanging out with someone like Joe, who is being wrong and lying to him on a diff- different basis. And, and, and I mean, I'm not, it sucks to be a snitch sometimes, but like, this is not like, again, you're an accessory to murder in a sense. Like, you just need to be like, Sarah, I cannot be around you. And especially yeah. cannot be around Joe while you're doing this, handle this, or I can't be in your life. Like, I, no. Yeah. She's not that valuable, unfortunately. I, I bet your party was great and that she threw you a nice party. But oftentimes when people throw you a really big party, yeah. that's actually about them, too. Yeah. Yeah. I bet yeah. she told everyone she about how great her, how she threw the party. <laughs> yeah. May I offer you some advice on how you could handle this conversation with Sarah? Well, I mean, that's why I reached out. Oh, great. Yeah, I, uh, I, would, uh, I would not be apologetic. I would not be... Uh, worried about hurting her feelings, I would absolutely come in next time to this conversation and be very clear about your expectations. And those expectations are, Sarah, I've done some thinking uh, about your relationship with Joe, and I've decided I just don't want to be a part of this, and I love you, and I think you deep down um, have a heart, and that's what I love about you, but right now you're not being a good person, and I don't want any part of it, and you've made me a part of it. So you uh, now... And I don't want to be friends with someone who's capable of this. And it breaks my heart to say this to you, but it's come to that. And you either need to tell Joe or I'm going to tell him. I'm sorry if you're mad at me or even if you hate me in this moment, but right is right and wrong is wrong. And I'm not about that. I think you need to be that clear. And I think you need to be that strong because Sarah is someone who's used to manipulating people. You may not even realize it, but I assure you, she is confident. She right now has 15 people who know the truth, and she's fucking around with another guy and her husband, and she's not worried about being caught. That is a manipulative fucking person. So you need yeah. to like step up and be like, fucking stop. I'm calling on your bullshit, and I don't care what you think about me, because deep down, I know you're better than this, and ah, you need to stop. That is so yeah. <laughs> really lovely sorry to make light of it but you keep impressing me i'm very proud of you that is exactly right what a great way to put that and that's how i would i agree yeah no i i appreciate the advice and it it sucks too because the person that she's cheating on her husband with he's in a relationship too yep. another not cool person these are a lot of lives she's no it's yeah. just it's just getting like it's too much and like maybe that's what i need to do i tried like pulling her aside and being like hey like you need to stop doing this or end your marriage at this Uh, like but she wouldn't listen she won't do anything but nick nick's advice is right to not make it about them but make it about you and what you can handle and what you want and the life that you're trying to lead and it doesn't include this kind of bullshit you know yeah yeah Uh, and as as yoda would say there is do or do not. There is no try. You can do this, Samantha. Yeah. You can absolutely stand your ground and you can call her out on her bullshit. And, and you, tell, you need to tell Samantha, I am not afraid to lose you as a friend. Yeah. And maybe yeah. you can gain Joe. Maybe Joe can be a good friend to the 15. Who knows? Probably not. No. Joe's probably going to be super pissed. But you know, at the end of the day, yeah. uh, you're going to be better be for this. Friend. You're going to be better for this and you will be... 
Uh, it'll be a weight lifted off your shoulders, and you can then respect yourself for doing the right thing. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate the advice, and I always like how blunt you are. I appreciate it. He's so and blunt. I, think I needed to hear it, <laughs> honestly. No, oh, well, hopefully it was helpful. Aw. Uh, no, it was, for sure. Like, I really, really appreciate it. Well, uh, I appreciate you, Colin. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, all the best. Yeah. Good luck with it. Stand your ground. Thank you. You're going to have to really be strong here, you know, puff out the chest, you know, kind of peacock. Because yeah. I'm telling you what, Sarah is a manipulative little... Oh. She is. I like we all know this. She is. Oh. You don't you don't tell fifteen fucking people that you're cheating on your husband. And then continue to and do continue it, to and do it without having it. a lot of fucking balls, so to speak, and knowing that you are a manipulative little fuck. Oh wow. wow and that okay. is who Sarah is. You're getting angry. Wow, the speech yeah. that he no, wrote no, for I, you is I, much I, nicer I than this. So I think I knew what I needed to do, but I just needed somebody else to all right. Listen to Nick. Right now, little Nick is going to be on your shoulder, and if you don't do it, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna fuck you. Have Sarah call in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye. We're all humans in a sense that we all can be make mistakes and be vulnerable. So, like, if someone were to say, "Yeah, I've cheated," like, I've, let's say we just go on a date with someone, mm-hmm. right? And then early on in the dating process, and you're like, people will ask, like, so "Have you ever cheated on someone?" That's a pretty common yeah. question that comes up early in the dating process. And if someone said yes. I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't date you. I, my immediate follow-up question would be like, well, all right, what happened? You know, walk me through that. And if someone said, I think it was a few years ago and, you know, whatever, and I'm not to make excuses, I made a mistake, but it was a kind of a one night and I fucked up, but I, you know what? I, I knew I screwed up and I immediately told my, I owned up to it and I apologized and we realized whatever. I can process that. I can, because we're human and people make mistakes. The person who's an active cheater who like, has two different relationships going on is constantly lying and doing all these things in their phones whatever that's a bad person yeah and if i found that out i wouldn't want to be in a relationship with that person or even consider it because that person is capable of this heavy manipulation and lying you mentioned you have some friends who are active cheaters. yeah you have friends that are active cheaters they're guys i know who like I, do I go to parties and be like, hey, what's up, man? I know that. Oh, they're not uh, friends. They, 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 yeah, your friends like, enough. They tell you they're cheating. They're just that's just who they are, and I tell them to their face they're bad people. I don't know. I'm not so friends with them that I know they're girlfriends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, but I, 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 I'm like you're. You know, you're a terrible guy. Yeah. And they kind of joke me like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I, I tell them to their face. I don't yeah. really know. Like, but, and they're also, and I tell them to their face, you're not someone I would ever count on. Yeah. You're not you're not yeah. a, you're not that type of friend to me because of the characters you represent. You know, I'll tell them to their face, but they're not like my, my closest friends. They're not someone who I would advocate for, and they know that. Uh, but I, there are guys out here I know do that. You know, yeah. this is someone who's it's her best friend. You know, it's like yeah, right. it's her group. They hang out every time. Yeah. There's everyone's friends. Like, ugh, dirty. It's just dirty. You know, like to have that in your friend's circle and it's just interrupting. I'm sure it was the same for you with your friends. Like, it's like, why are you bringing all of that drama in here? Let's just have a nice, clean, So you easy... left the friendship. Well, I was at, I flew to her wedding and then her friend, our mutual friend told me, she's like, oh yeah, you know about that she's cheating on him. <gasps> and wait, I was like, wait, she wait, was she's getting, getting married? married? She was getting married. It ruined the whole wedding for me. And then I, I talked to her about it after and she got mad Damn. at me. She was like, how... Like selfish of you to bring it up on, on my wedding day. It wasn't uh, on her wedding. I waited. <laughs> uh, the, you could have brought it up on her wedding. I, w- I would object. Right. Yeah. Selfish yeah. people love calling everyone else selfish. Yeah. In fact, that is. 
I've learned this about self. I mean, I, I, I can be a selfish person. <laughs> I'm not like, but I'm saying like. <laughs> that was a knowing giggle. Uh-huh. Right. I don't know. Like I, I you know, it's, it's, I, I can be selfish. Sure. It's okay. Uh, Sometimes I, it's important. I'm to be aware, selfish. and I try not to be. But I, like we all, we, like our society has gotten more, and more, more selfish. But I mean, like truly selfish people. Mm. They're so selfish they don't realize, it and they fucking love calling everyone else selfish. Everyone else is selfish, especially yeah, when, because those are the people that will not hold a mirror up to themselves. And well, because if you're so selfish, by definition, everyone has to be selfish. Because if you're so selfish that you expect everything to be about you, at the moment someone makes it about them they're selfish you know like that's how their brain is working because they're so like obsessed with their needs that everything else that comes out of anyone else's mouth is like how could you this is about me (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm like i've noticed this about self like truly selfish people uh so what have we learned today ah so much trust your gut well that's that's a general theme Mm -hmm. i think don't cheat (laughs) Don't cheat. Uh, you don't need pills to jerk off. I really don't. <laughs> but a hotel room to yourself does help. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I, no, I, I you don't, don't know. I don't. Help. I don't know how it is for women, but for guys, uh, when you guys masturbate, uh, are we gonna <laughs> like say going down the masturbation hole? Are we gonna save space? When you guys masturbate, I don't know what makes you guys like. As guys, it's not as if like when you're. It's not like you're walking, all of a sudden a boner shows up. You're like, oh, well, I have to take care of this. Sometimes that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. A female boner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, that, all that, of a sudden your clit is like three sizes bigger than it was in the morning. And you're like, well, I better. I just snorted. <laughs> oh, no, but like, I, maybe it's because I, as I get older, like it's, it's not like maybe that's how I was 18. I was like, oh, damn it. Um, but I think there's sometimes it's like I still have, a, you know, I, I still like. I, I have a sex drive, right? Uh-huh. And so it's like, I want to feel that feeling. Mm. I'm not having sex with anyone. I'm not dating. I'm not like, and so um, I'll just go ahead and, you know, take you, care of it. Do you ever do it for practical reasons? Like, oh, I'm going to have to work a 12 hour shift. I better just get one out before I start. Pra- or like, or like, what about you? Do you ever do it practically? Like planning in my calendar? Like you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get one in right now before I start my day to really give me a burst of energy. Does that ever happen? I'm Does, not I'm not a real forward thinker. Just like to live in the moment. <laughs> not a planner. It <laughs> doesn't give me a burst of energy. It's more of like a, a chemically, guys. It's like it's like eating masses of amount of turkey afterwards. When, oh, oh, yeah. oh, you're like you, immediately you're, asleep. Like, Ugh, like it's he got real dumb afterwards. That look, you gotta watch YouTube to get that. Uh, for like ten minutes <laughs> afterwards, guys will never be dumber. Um, and right before, as we talked about with our our call me daddy friends, if you ever want to get anything from a man, ask him a question fifteen to ten seconds before he climaxes. He'll say yes to literally anything. <laughs> um, right? I mean, it just that's well, I don't know. Yes, he will. Um, <laughs> Will you change my light bulbs in the kitchen? Great. Yes. <laughs> uh, practically, I will say, uh, I, I, when I talk about like like a sex life more and more, but like, uh, I I'm not a numbers guy, even though I, maybe sometimes it seems like I don't like I I've never been someone who like I want to go out because I want to take a girl home, or I never I don't I I don't like randomly hooking up with people. I really don't. I'm not saying I haven't. And I I will be dating someone maybe in a casual way, but there's a relation. I don't like that. And I have gone out. There there are plenty of times where I'll, I've been out 
well, meet this girl and she's beautiful, whatever. And she's hitting on me. And even my buddies would be like, dude, Nick, she's, that girl's a babe. You should definitely, should you should take her home. And I think to myself, and there've been situations where I'm like, you know, I'll ask her her age and I'm just like, God, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, like you're, you know, she's younger and like, I don't, I don't really know you and like, you're beautiful, but like, I don't feel a connection there. And in the moment, you know, maybe I had a few drinks and I'm, I like, I'll be thinking to myself, well, it's okay. You know, you know, there's a sex drive there. You're out, you feel the energy. And I have in my moment thought to myself, I've like, I've like uh, broken it down kind of like beautiful mind style in my head. And like, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I could, I could take her home and we could probably have sex and certainly, you know, I'll want to have safe sex. So I'm, just, I'm, just, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm going to definitely wear a condom, but what if, what if like, what if we like don't right away and I'm going to be like, I don't really know this girl. So I'm going to be paranoid. I'm going to have to go to the doctor and get, I'll be thinking about this and I'll think to myself, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go home and jerk off, go to bed, wake <laughs> up way like with a clearer mind. I, that had, that is a thought process I will have practically about like, I do, I really want, if I could just get through this, you know what it's like as a guy, it's like going to the grocery store. And like, are you describing sex as going to the grocery store? For, as a guy, right? Oh, in that no. moment, no. This here's what not I'm saying: good. in that moment of like potentially going out and meeting some girl <laughs> that you don't know and having the option to hook up with them, and as a as a guy, it's like going through the candy aisle. This. It's like just no. don't buy it. Just don't buy. It. I'm gonna, if I just have the willpower, I'm... if I just have the willpower to not buy it here, I will feel better about it. But if you you know go and buy Listen. a bunch of donuts, you eat it, and you don't feel good about yourself, instead of uh, you go home. You you masturbate, you're fine, and then you're like, I didn't hook up with a person I barely know. I like this. I don't. Theory. I didn't have to I worry about like a good wearing, way for men to think. I didn't have to worry about like, did I wear a condom with someone? Ugh, do I have to worry about like, uh, do, you know, all these things that like I would worry about when anytime I've ever hooked up with someone I didn't really know. These are all these paranoid th thoughts I've ever had. So like, I will think, you know what? I'm just gonna go home, jerk off. It's gonna be fine. I, I won't have to worry yeah, about it. I think that that is very healthy, and I think that that's a lot of maturity, Nick. Because you know, instead of just instead of getting into these situations, you, you're you're playing chess moves. You're being strategic. Sometimes a jerk off is much easier than a initiation of a yeah. potentially Some, yeah. tricky situation. You, just jerk off. That's you, another T-shirt. Just, just jerk off. You, just, you disagree though, Rochelle? Like. Oh, it's just a very unromantic way of <laughs> thinking that sex about sex. Isn't always sex. romantic, yeah, and like, I don't like, think that it should. We're talking be thought about the way. girl who's hitting at me at a bar, who's like three whiskeys deep, and yeah, she's no, trying I to think... get me to take her home, and she's really hot. Yeah, and like instead of thinking with my dick and taking her home and having sex with someone I barely know, and then regretting it because yeah. I don't know her, that's the equivalent of like, ugh. Yeah. There's Starburst in this big bag, and I want them. I'm hungry. I'm gonna <laughs> buy them. And this seems like it's such a good idea, and then you eat the whole bag and you regret it. Mm. And then you wake up in the morning and there's wrappers all over your All bed. over, it's like, yes. And you're like, oh, what did I do yeah, last condoms night? Condoms on the floor. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I use it the whole time, but then we use it, like, did we start using oh. it and stop? And yeah, some, that's not romantic. I agree with you. But it's not always romantic, some, and that is true. Sometimes sex is not always romantic, some, and it's great when it is. And it's great when it's not. 